in synagogue, every synagogue in the whole world, we read the same section of the Torah. And this week happened to be the Parsha about Isaac and Ishmael. And I don't think I ever paid attention to this story at all. I don't even remember it. But right now, more than ever, it is extremely powerful. This is a small section of Rabbi Sharon Brous's drosh or sermon from today. Hopefully, they'll post the full thing. It's about 20 minutes, and I'll let you know if that goes up. Because for anyone who believes that there aren't two sides, there's just humanity, she's saying what you're thinking. And it's something we all really need to hear. So this is a small section of her 20-minute drosh from today. Just come back from the vicinity of Be'er L'chai Rohi, where he had settled in the region of the Negev. What is this Be'er L'chai Rohi? What is Isaac doing there in the immediate aftermath of the most traumatic episode in his life? And why does the Torah think that that detail is important enough to share with us? Well, we don't know a lot about the Eret Lachai Rohi. We know that it's far away from Be'er Sheva, where Avraham lived, and it's far away from Hebron, where Sarah lives. It's far away from anything that Yitzchak has ever known. So what is this place, and why is our ancestry Yitzchak there? Because everyone responds to trauma differently. Sarah dies from grief. Avraham powers through. We will survive. And Yitzchak, Yitzchak chooses another way. There he was, on top of that mountain, lying beneath the sword's edge. It is in that moment that he sees the story of his life with a glaring moral clarity. Life is precious and precarious. He must do everything in his power to live with whatever time he has left. His life is saved, and he knows right away what he must do. So as soon as he is unbound, while his father busies himself with the ram, stay the course, Avraham, stay the course, Yitzhak runs down the mountain alone. And he treks all the way to the Erebachai, Rohi, where his brother Yishmael and Hagar, his estranged family, live. He goes and he stays there with them for many years. We don't really know exactly what transpired in those years when Yitzhak showed up broken and traumatized and trembling and awake. We don't know how he and his brother Yishmael found their way to one another, how they opened their hearts to each other, both of them having experienced profound suffering and injustice and pain, but they did. I've always thought that they spend years together talking into the night as brothers do, telling the truth about the heartache that they had experienced, how they were hurt and maybe how they hurt also. It was there in the place of their shared pain that they drew spaciousness out of narrowness, that they learned to embrace one another, that they began to heal. Both of the men are forever changed by the experience of this post-traumatic reconciliation. Years later, near the end of our parsha, both Yitzhak and Ishmael have built families of their own, and when their father dies, they stand together as brothers, placing earth over his body and laying him to rest with love. Each of these ancestors demonstrates for us a different way that we can respond to trauma. Like Sarah, trauma may break our spirit. It may challenge our very will to go on. Many of us have felt this experience with trauma. It's almost impossible to imagine a way forward. Like Avraham, we may be driven to stay the course. No time to reflect. Victory is our goal. Or maybe we're like Yitzhak, compelled by the realization of our vulnerability to ask the question, what do we need to do to build the kind of world that we want to live in? Know that to ask a question like this, Yitzhak needed to break the script. He needed to forge his own path. He needed to take a risk. Yitzhak here is obviously an outlier. Out of the narrowness, he fought to create spaciousness. He fought to see humanity, even when his own humanity had been denied. He fought for complexity in a world of simplicity, for fluidity and growth in a world of rigid binaries. His path may be an outlier path, but it's the one that cries out to me in this moment, in this time of rigidity and of false binaries. If you mention the children of Gaza, you are propagandizing for Hamas. If you post a picture of a kidnapped Israeli child, you must support the annihilation of the children of Gaza. You're either with the Palestinians or you're with the Jews. You're either with Hamas or you don't support justice for people of color in America. You silence your dissent and support this Israeli government in wartime, or you are a traitor. You either decry, deny, and vilify Israel, or you have blood on your hands for supporting settler colonialism and white supremacy, never mind the fact that the country was built not by European landowners feeding their desire for wealth and wanderlust, but by refugees of pogroms and genocide who literally had nowhere else to go, who were returning to their own ancestral homelands, and who are, by the way, 57% Mizrahi, Sardi, and Ethiopian people of color, by the way. I myself have been swinging wildly from moment to moment in a state of emotional upheaval that I can barely recognize. I can see Sarah despairing in this moment, just retreating from the world for a while. And I can see and understand Avraham's entrenchment, his need to just push forward in a simple and uncomplicated way. But I know in my heart that there is another way. So consider this just the latest installment over the past five weeks in my series, There Must Be Another Way. Because I read in Yitzhak's visit to Be'er L'chai something of grave importance to all of us today. You are not alone. And your humanity does not make you a bad person. Choosing sides does not bring freedom or safety 
or peace for anyone by choosing to fight for humanity. We are doing the hard thing, but hard does not make it wrong. I will let you know as soon as the full drosh is available. Refuash lema to all of us in need of healing, and may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Shortcast Club.